still trying to figure out life? I'm still trying to figure out life. Because as of right now, I'm not working still. You're going back to work next week, right? Uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. So they're not calling you guys back up? Did you get a call? I said that if I want, I could go back to 23rd, but then I heard Marissa's not going back to the 28th, so I might not go back to the 28th. John's not going back to the 28th now either. He was supposed to go the 22nd, or 3rd, 22nd. Yeah, 22nd, start training, and 23rd, actually train people. Yeah. Mm. But I think I'm going to hold out to the 28th. So I haven't gonna, even gotten that offer. You haven't even gotten that offer? Nope. They're like, mm, we don't know if we want to go back. <laughs> so, <laughs> to be uh, perfectly honest, I've been looking. You don't know if you want to go I'm back. looking elsewhere. Well, I mean, how did you start off this journey into this wacky world of the fitness industry? Fitness what, 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 what made you want to get into this industry? Or how about better yet, what is the one thing that influenced you or made you to get up off your ass and start working out? In the very beginning, huh? One thing. Um, no, I do have one. I feel, oh, yeah, do you have like? Do you have like a like a I specific a moment. moment? Yeah, yes. like a specific moment on when like oh shit, you know what? I need to start doing something. Yeah. Well, my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, might kill me. Uh, not kill me, but the specific moment was I finally. <laughs> I was a lifeguard at Bellagio, mm. and I don't know if you guys have ever worked in casinos or had like an EDR where you have like a dining room. No, so that's it. Yeah, employee dining room, free food, and they had an ice cream machine mm. where you could get soft serve cones. Mm. And every single day, five days a week, I would get two soft serve cones, bring them back upstairs, and then finally realized after four months of working there that I was the chunkiest I had ever been, and no more ice cream cones were allowed. Really? Yeah, I was eighteen. Mm, oh, eighteen years old. 18. So, so, how much did you weigh before you put on the weight? So, I'm 5'2", because okay. I'm little. Uh-huh. Um, so, any pound shows. But throughout high school and everything, I was anywhere from 100 to 110, 15 pounds. And how much were you after the soft serve? <laughs> 139 was oh. my highest. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Almost. I was never, like... I was never large, but yeah. 15, 20 pounds shows. On a 5'2 frame? Yeah. No. So I, I was chunky at one point in time. <laughs> so you put on that weight, right? So yeah. and, and that's all you were eating is just the soft serve stuff? Or was there anything else that you oh, had no, bad habits was, with or what? I was also on a college diet. That was my freshman, sophomore year of college. So it was like... Noodles. Ramen noodles? No, it was like... Um, I can only afford gas or food, so I'm going to split it in half and I'm going to get in and out and I'll put in 10 bucks in my tank. In and out? That's expensive. Did you but grew it up, fills you. Did you grow up here? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I went okay. to UNLV. Okay. Um, drove my VW Bug uh-huh. and was at parties. Oh, yeah. In and out was down the street from uh, yep. right next, next to the campus. Yeah. 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 Whenever I would splurge, it would be Cafe Rio Burritos. Yeah, Still is. Yeah, yeah, it's just right. across the street from there, too, mm-hmm. right? Oh, wow. Just found out yesterday that they have a crumble cookie right there, too. Do they? They do. Just Man. opened. You know what? They actually cleaned up that spot. Yeah, it used it looks to be, really nice. Yeah, it used to be a little... Like across the street from the, the campus, oh, right yeah. down trap. I mean, on Maryland, right there. <laughs> Where did your mind go? No, I just think it's funny that they, they have cleaned that up, right? And yeah. like 
so kind of to go off tra- topic, like, mm. I don't know if you remember, like, the what is the big soccer tournament that they hold? FIFA? Is that what it's called? In the world, you mean? The World about? Cup? Yeah, yeah, world yeah. Cup. FIFA. Seriously? So, so you want to move, move to <laughs> South America? I, know, <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I'm not a sports guy. I like sports. Not my, <laughs> baseball is like the, the one that I'm into the most. I would not have guessed that oh. ever. But not the rest of them. I would have. I mean, his label's buff and basic. Fucking baseball okay, yeah. is like the most basic. <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> but so in in Rio, right, when they had the World <clears throat> Cup, they like built this wall and then they made like the buildings that were right next to the freeway and like near the Look airport, real nice. Really nice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so in my head, like what's going on in Vegas is that they're doing the same exact shit. You make everything really close to the strip look really, really nice, right? No. Northern side, like on the downtown and then mm-hmm. right there, you know, V, they're making it all look really nice. And I'm like... But if you could drive a little bit more, little the bit I mean, it's just, really just a few just more like, feet. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. mostly just like north and east, though. Yeah, you know, if if you drive southwest, mm, you know what? The west side has a little. Yeah, it does. It has a, a little. little eh. It goes like it, this, like every other, like. Yeah, you know, it's weird. It has like a little, like a weird tone. It's like it's kind of like. Uh, like I just saw a like, million dollar house right next to a ten dollar house. I know it's kind of <laughs> like ghetto fabulous kind of thing. You know? Did I so, tell you guys about the Airbnb we stayed in in Houston? Mm. oh my god okay so we stayed in an airbnb or attempted to stay in an airbnb in houston and it was that it was 10 million dollar house five million dollar house like two million dollar house and then you go two streets over and the house that we tried to stay in was auctioned off for seventeen hundred dollars wow so there are two things that happened there. Oh, of course. Ask, like, <laughs> is there still an investigation going on there? Or? I didn't see any yellow tape, but it's okay. probably still fresh. Yeah. But oh, uh, the back door was locked and held up. It was a deadbolt lock, but there were no keys in there. So it was locked and held up by a crutch under the doorknob with a paint can. Oh, man. We made it until about 10 o'clock at night and left. Well, let's hope the thieves aren't strong enough to knock over this crutch. <laughs> I know, right? It was like a third full can, so it really oh, did no. nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, pockets. Yeah, so, yeah, so that one had pockets. But, yeah, they are cleaning it up there. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> if you go down the street, if you cross the street right there in Maryland, and they have the little restaurant, so they have a, I think they have like a, what is it, Carl's Jr. there, is it? Like right across the street from in and out is it? Um, Carl's oh, Jr. is closed. Oh, they closed it? There's, there's like a Yoshinoya. Yeah, ja- what? Yoshinoya. Oh, I don't know if that's open either. They close it? They've been closing a lot of that shit. Place yeah. was gross to me. I think it's Jack in the Box. It's in Jack in the Box now? Yeah, but if you go past the Jack in the Box. Yeah. Yeah, you better lock your doors. <laughs> I mean, you just might get like hepatitis or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't sit on any of the, of the bus benches. No, they just found West Nile and some mosquitoes in Clark County, so... Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better record this There's podcast like before we die and shit. shit that's dude. going on right now. <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger <laughs> and bigger. But okay, so uh, so back the on track. Yeah, cream so cone. you had so you were going you're going hard on the on the Bellagio soft serve mm-hmm. ice cream cones, uh, and then so you said that your boyfriend was going to kill you. So obviously he said something to you or he did something to you that kind of I guess uh, woke. You, right? No, so I say he's going to kill me because the next point of my fitness journey was I signed back up to 24 and mm. I met my, I signed up with a trainer because I had three sessions for signing up. That was back in the day when things were actually free mm. and uh, met my ex-boyfriend. He was my trainer. Oops. They They set us up. I haven't been Oops. that lucky for that to happen to me. <laughs> I don't mean Maybe you need to be on the other side, you know? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> what for you to hire a trainer? That, that is a, oh. that, that's not what I meant. You need to get your mind like, out of the gutter. Like, I would have to climb. Fucking. You're a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so no more penis manipulation. Okay? <laughs> so, um, but uh, so you noticed that you put on the weight. You went to 24. You signed mm-hmm. up and you uh, uh, signed up for a trainer. How was that day? as uh in that first session um that was the first time ever working out for you no i mean i've i grew up playing soccer and doing everything so i would so you're a pretty active kid yeah but i would be like the cardio bunny on the stairmaster and like the person that would spend two hours doing an ab exercise every 30 minutes Mm -hmm. so Mm. you know those people you know that you do i mean we all went through it i'm pretty sure i mean yeah yeah i mean yeah. there was a point when i didn't work out legs and all i did was just shoulders biceps you and chest Bob. i just yeah. mimicked people around me i'd be like oh, mm-hmm. what are they? i'll do that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. i mean I so i went from the like social aspect of it to the fitness and health portion of it uh, mm-hmm. at that moment and I got my ass kicked. So what? It was more of like a like a hit style of training they were doing, or was it just kind of a push you till you throw up kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, yeah. He put me on the treadmill, and I threw up the first session. You it threw- also didn't help that I had buffalo wild wings the night before. Oh, so you, didn't- <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so you know you. <laughs> what year? What you how old are you? Uh, how old am I? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to put like time wise. Because like I feel like almost. I feel like if you were trying to get in shape in the fucking nineties or that early two thousands, like that just sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no information, and the information mm. that's out there is super contradictive. Like nobody, like at least nowadays when yeah, we so started, we had, eight like, years YouTube ago, YouTube and shit, like eight yeah. years ago. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the the internet was still happening yeah. all that time. He knew what but. he was doing. It's just I think it was more me. Like I should not have eaten ten buffalo wild wings boneless. Prior to your session, yeah. So this is right before your session, or the night before the your night session? before. But my session was also at eight a.m. Okay. And right. college life, I didn't go to bed until two a.m. And then, uh, so yeah. so so, uh, you had just big chunks of uh of uh, I can't say wings? that I looked at my oh, you did puke as it went like into the trash can like, in the middle of the gym. <laughs> I didn't eat that. I didn't eat Parmesan garlic. What the fuck? I didn't have that. It was teriyaki back then. Oh, it's teriyaki. Um, so so it's Japanese. It w- oh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had that first session, and he mm-hmm. kicked your ass. You threw up, mm-hmm. and you showed up the next session. I did. You did. I did, and and you weren't regretting it. You weren't regretting it that first session, or no, it was you know. really cute. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's all the now motivation. Now your boyfriend's going to kill you. <laughs> now he's going to kill It's all the motivation you need. It's so all the motivation that you needed. So well, you especially when my ex-boyfriend listens to this too. Then he'll probably just, his now girlfriend may kill me. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so, you, so you guys be, uh. You guys buddies? We're Instagram friends. Oh, okay. We've, okay. we've made up, you know, we're okay. It was never like, it was more so we split up because we just were growing. I don't need a trainer anymore. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> I much. hated when we worked out together towards the end because we just yeah. did shit a different way. But yeah. no, it was more so we just weren't in the same. Yeah. Yeah, you just go we weren't report. in the same mindset anymore. Mm. That's all. So. Okay. Um. So you went back to the second session. I did. And uh, how was that one? Much better. Uh huh. We didn't start with like ten minutes of sprints. Um, did bodybuilding style workouts and took it slow. So and uh, talked most of the time. And talked most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so now that you've you've you're way more experienced in this now can you look back and see that was he doing things right or so he i come to find out later he was actually about two months into just becoming a trainer gotcha okay so they set me up because they thought that it would be cute to set up two young people uh-huh. They also set me up because he was the newest trainer and he needed clients. And he needed clients. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he definitely progressed since then. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But at the time, I don't think either of us knew what we were doing. <laughs> so, so, uh, so you guys did that, all of that. And how long did it take for you to um, uh, start losing the weight? Um. So it was probably. Probably a month. I mean, the weight came off pretty quickly because I stopped eating ice cream. I mm-hmm. changed my job. Yeah. So how was the diet uh, during that? During no day one, did you cut out everything? Did you cut out no. carbs? Did you cut out? Did you have some kind of knowledge when it comes to nutrition at that time? Nothing. 18, Nothing. So I'm assuming you didn't have to change that much, right? Yeah. It was more so just activity because I'd been on my ass for. A year and a half since kids graduating. weren't drowning at the pool, so she wasn't getting cardio in. Yeah, at Bellagio it was all about how you look. It wasn't about <laughs> it wasn't about how active you were, or how good of a job you did. It was about how you looked. So, uh-huh. yeah, I went from my like community pool where you actually had to save drowning kids to just the drunk asshole guys that would hit on you uh-huh. at Bellagio, and that's about it. Mm. There was no work behind it, but you got paid really well. So. Mm. Like a dream. I know, right? Yeah, eighteen bucks an hour plus. Uh, God damn it, eighteen years old. Eighteen, 18 an, hour, an hour plus. Damn. You get tipped on the side. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. How'd you get that job? I was a really good lifeguard. <laughs> She's like, I looked the part said. before the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. That's pretty shallow. <laughs> but so you. Uh, <laughs> So, so, so diet, you didn't really change anything up when you're, no. when it come to that stuff. So you were kind of still eating the same and still same on a things. college kid diet, still college kid diet mm-hmm. and, um, stop drinking. Actually, that was probably, so that helped things. out a lot. Huge then, huh? Yeah. It helped out a lot. Energy uh-huh. level, um, recovery. I didn't know it at the time that mm-hmm. that was the reason why, but yeah, cutting out alcohol and then we started dating and he didn't drink either. So it worked mm-hmm. out well. Um, but yeah, we just. You were drinking at 18? No. Wait a minute. That's illegal, <laughs> sir. Huh? That's illegal. Yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> we're going to need to cut that out sure of the everybody podcast. Okay. <laughs> Mom and dad. <laughs> oh, no. I got caught throwing parties. Party. Party. You threw a party. I did. You threw a party. That was at 16. That was at 16. Coaxed by my ex ex boyfriend. Mm, so all the blames on him. It's always a Oh, 100%. Friends. It's always a huh. 100%. No, know, that one was, though, and he will fully admit to that. Him and his friends were terrible influences. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually saying it's always the boyfriend that makes the girls do some stupid shit. You can't make anybody. What have you made your girlfriends do? I mean... What have you not made them do? I have, I have an 11-year-old, so... Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> and how old are you? <laughs> 28. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> I feel like there was a follow up there. There was, but I'm like, mm, maybe we should no, keep it. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want. What is it? PG 18? 
I don't want cops fucking coming at your front door. (laughs) So, what did you do, that young lady? Yeah, I'm interested now. (laughs) Um, so you you started to um, uh, um, not change much of the diet, but you were still continuing to lose weight. Um, it was probably like three months in that it was like everything clicked, and it was like, okay, it's time to actually do something with this. So, what do you mean, like clicked? Like, well, like. Like, like, you I wanted actually, do, like, like you actually wanted to make this into a career or like you actually wanted a hobby, kind of like a hobby kind of thing Yeah. for yourself first, right? Like you were getting more into it personally or like, yes, okay. mm-hmm. I, it became a hobby because my then boyfriend slash trainers coach was doing bikini and figure. So mm. then I saw her shredding down for a show and I was like, Oh, I, I could maybe do that. Yeah. I want to strut around in a bikini. Yeah. Not knowing how tiny the bikini was and yeah. that you had to wear stripper heels at the time, but mm-hmm. it sounded cool. It sounded cool because yeah. like, it, it caught your interest. Yeah. So it shifted from just losing weight to actually competing into a bikini competition. Yeah. So what's the time frame between you losing the weight and you starting to show interest into bikini competitions? Three months. Three months. Three months. So that's three months. It was quick. Yeah. yeah. So and so in those three months, you were getting ready to compete, or you were uh, just maintaining the weights, or how did that go in those three months? Um. So it was more like a mental shift. The, going in in the beginning, it was I need to lose weight. I need to be active again. I need to get to my high school body, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as those three months progressed, it was. Well, I actually like lifting. I like pushing myself. I like, because it's a competition, just like how playing soccer was or yeah. cheer or anything. You know, I just like, I I need to do more with this. So when you say, when you say, uh, you need to go back to your high school body, were you like that hot girl in, in high school that mm. everybody was trying to get at or? No, looking back at pictures now, I was like a teeny tiny stick. Uh-huh. that just happened to play soccer and that was the cool sport so you happen to have friends and my high school had 150 148 in my graduating class uh, so everybody ladies? knew everybody yeah i was a private school baby oh, oh you fancy yeah oh no, you fancy now we know how she got the job at Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know people I, I was the uh least fancy of the private school fancies she was a no. poor rich kid Mm-hmm. You're the poor rich kid. Especially going through 2000, 2008, my dad uh, would pull up in his work pickup truck and I'd be like, Dad, like, go park around the corner. Bring the Ferrari. Yeah. I told you to bring yeah. the Ferrari. It's Tuesday. Bring the Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I got a VW bug when everybody else had like a Range Rover and, you know. Like the old school cool ones or like the newer like 2000 somethings? Oh, the 2000 somethings. Yeah. Classic. No, but what sucked is I really wanted a white soft top Jeep. And then my dad pulled up with a silver bug with a flower in it. With a flower I was in not it? at all a girly girl. I was a tomboy through and through. So you give me the exact opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> what and you I was wanted. Like, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I told my parents I wanted a car. And they were like, well, you better get a second job. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but, so, but it was never that pressure, though, to, to get back to your uh, high school body, though. No, it was just, it was internal pressure. It was just internal pressure? Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you never, 
I think for a really long time, I don't know about you guys, well, I guess kind of different scenarios because I came from being super, super skinny Mm. to needing to put on weight, putting on too much weight, and then coming back down, whereas for you two, it was more... Did you always have like that... uh, Were the boys always chasing you in school? When did we ever say this? No, 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 I'm asking. I'm asking, (laughs) like, like, were they? Uh, No. No, not really? It was... We we were all friends and friends had fun. That's yeah. What it was. So so because well I'm asking that because when but I was back, never the hot hot girl. I know exactly why you're asking. So because <laughs> well, going, so. well because and when I used to go in uh, school and I mean I'm a little bit older than you guys, so <laughs> but you know I graduated in '03. Mm-hmm. So but at that time a little I mean, bit a little you old. Uh, right, stop <laughs> <laughs> but but I was, I, like, mean, I was I was like a sixth grader. Yeah, 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 yeah. fifth grader was, actually. Yeah, fifth grade in O three. O three. Yeah, that was a good yeah. year, by the way. O three. Uh, O three. That was a good year. I um, was too young. I don't remember it. <laughs> I mean, that's when the war started. But okay, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but back in my day, fucking, I mean. That was a thing that like really attracted guys with with girls was what? like with the body, you oh, know. Yeah, that yeah. was just like, I mean, back. It's so, always. Mm, I mean, now I th- I think it's I think it shifted a little bit to from what? well from talking no, now to now it's lip fillers and Botox. Yeah, so it's all about you know facial. I mean, uh, it, you're so, talking about specific parts of the body. Yeah, so specific ah. parts of the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like our thing i don't know how it is now and i'm pretty sure back then i'm pretty sure back then um it was there was a lot of peer pressure for women to have some kind of figure some kind of body during that time um so let's just say i was always known in middle school and high school as the girl with the booty Mm. so yes yeah see i was gonna say because you said you played soccer i was like damn there's no way you didn't have a uh, yeah because like, girls because soccer, soccer yeah. girls they're not Cause skinny the soccer and volleyball no, I, girls they have nice like they, they have like yeah they have nice athletic bodies i had no boobs still don't have any boobs but <coughs> yeah, my right. butt was there. Oh, they're overrated yeah. i even, think they're a little overrated yeah. boobs i yeah. think so i always way more of an ass yeah yeah me too but i feel like that's a latino and like black guy thing too uh, yes. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah, and Latinos they love that booty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that the reason why you're moving to Brazil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Colombia's right across the way. <laughs> so I'm trying to. So why I'm asking that? We're is not because, getting very far. <laughs> so, why, so why I'm asking that is like, if if some sometimes people when they get all that attention during that time and then all of a sudden they're not getting that attention anymore they want to revert back to that because you know they're trying to achieve or trying to get that attention back to the way they used to be you know sometimes like those people older people they go into those midlife crises you know they they start you know buying fucking brand new cars they start dressing you know a little bit younger yeah like those those kind of people you know and they go through this kind of thing to where they start, they want to go back to their glory days, I guess you can say. So is that going to be you in 10 years? Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm right now, I'm living my best years yeah, I was right gonna now. I say, if high school becomes my glory days eventually, I would, something fucking went wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. high school was not yeah, my high glory high school was days. not my, nope. No, I was cool. 
Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. It was cool. I, 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 I hang out with the, the, the popular crowd and everything, but... But what for right what reason? Now, because see, so I hung out with the popular kids, but that's because I I did drugs like a lot. So no, like, I didn't do drugs. drugs. You would have done really good in my high school. Then. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't do drugs, but no, it's just we're, they were we had like a little crew, and the like the really popular kids they were in the crew, and I was associated with them, so everybody knew my name by default. Mm. You know, so they were like, "There goes that guy, David. He hangs out with the cool kids." Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were like, much. Uh, like whoa, Katie Heron and Mean Girls. Oh, come on. You know oh, what? I know. I know. Like thing. You know what? People give me a lot of shit about that. that That's I haven't fetch. seen that movie before. So, you ever seen it? Mean Girls? No. What? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't like. I can't. I don't know the actresses or anything like that. But I've seen it. Like that's. I've never seen it. It's a cult classic now, right? Um, sure. Is it? I'm sure. I, it I is. don't know. I think it would. You be don't know. It should be. No, but um. But yeah, I hang out with the all the, the popular kids, so everybody knew my name. Everybody knows knows. But I, it no, wasn't my I, glory. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like the popular kid because I mean I was still chubby and I was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go back to that. Were you everybody's best friend? Uh, not like everybody not knew. The, the what? Oh, like you were yeah. friend zone chubby. Like mm. you were the cool friend. No, I had a girlfriend at that time. I so I had. I had a, I, I, yeah, I had a girlfriend. I was with a girl for like a year and a half in high school. Like in so high half, school or beginning? Of so school? half half of junior year, all of senior year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was with her. Yeah. So she digged me for my, my for chubbiness. Your personality? Yeah, my personality. For your heart? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. Rodrigo did say that you are uh, <coughs> David, a.k.a. the Beloved. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, right? Beloved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beloved. Yeah. So <laughs> let's go back to... <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back so um so three months mm-hmm. then you started uh started to prep for yes. for competition to lose not to build but to lose yes so to lose so how much weight well what was your weight before you started so when i started when i originally started i was like 138 139 um and then by the time we actually started i hadn't lost that much i think i was mm-hmm. still like one i want to say it was like 131 131 when but you I built up a started. lot of mass did you build up a lot of mass or? no 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 i mean no. i it was mostly fat loss um and introduction to weights at that point because it was still so fresh and so new mm-hmm. you figure the first three or four weeks was a lot of cardio base and just like learning the form of things yeah and then the next four weeks was learning how to push through your mental note of like this hurts because as yeah. you as you start to lift you start to learn what hurt is versus discomfort yeah. and i had to i had to fully recognize what this that it was discomfort not mm. hurt so yeah. we didn't get that far that quickly you you guys didn't get that far that quickly. Well, we mm-hmm. didn't. I should say we didn't get to the like full muscle building point at that point in time. Mm-hmm. We were she was I, a quitter. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> in the beginning, yeah, you yeah, it to. was. <laughs> it, well, I mean, never lifting dumbbells in your life. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it is for everybody when you first yeah. start lifting. You're like, ah, this fucking hurts. That's why you have a trainer <laughs> to keep pushing you because, or a friend who's just gonna kick your ass and be like, no, you're a pussy. Let's keep going. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had plenty of those friends. Yeah. We would go to the 24 every single day, and we would do nothing but chest, shoulders, and arms. And that Man, was when it. I first started lifting, I didn't have and anybody. You didn't have anybody? No. <laughs> so how did you start? I, I joined the Army, so I had to get in shape, mm-hmm. kind of shape to get do it. So I started going to, like, actually right by UNLV, there's, like, a community center, like, uh, across the street from Boulevard Mall. And uh, they had this little ghetto-ass gym in there, and I would just go in there and... There's all these dudes that look like they were knew what they're doing, so I just copied whatever they were doing and then go on YouTube every now and then. Mm. I was still fat when I went to basic training. <laughs> <laughs> but you got through it, obviously. Well, you got through it, buddy. Yeah. Look at you now. Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> and a thriver. <laughs> and uh, so, okay, so then you decided to, to compete. Did anybody try to stop you from competing? Cause just because they knew that you weren't ready for the no nobody tried to stop you no they were just saying like hey i'm going to help you yes hmm. my coach did it for free and oh so he okay gotcha mm-hmm. okay because that was my next question so okay so how much did they charge you to get ready it's Nothing. vegas hot girls don't get charged for anything <clears throat> well and also figuring out and i i love her now she is one of my super dear friends but at the time she was just getting started at coaching too Okay. So she was a figure competitor. She had a coach. And I think it it just kind of trickled down. And that was at the point in competitions where the diet that you're on is a cookie cutter diet. So it's tilapia, oatmeal, egg whites, green beans and broccoli, and grapefruit. No. Those are your meals. So, okay. So, okay. So they took up the the project, I guess. Mm -hmm. So they took it up. And you guys. So they did the favor for you to go ahead and do it. How long was the prep? Three months. Three months. So that was 12 week prep. Not even 12 weeks. 12 week prep mm-hmm. to get ready to compete. How was that first day of, comp- uh, of, of uh, the first week of prep? That a lot of. Oh, you're on the back right now. So, so, so was there a lot of changes that they did for the, uh, uh, from the yeah. workouts that you were accustomed to? Yeah, I still have them, actually. You still have them? I still have them, and it was a lot of supersets that I wasn't used to. It was uh-huh. a lot of... What kind of split was it? Uh, it was a six-day split. Um, we did one full leg day, one butt day, one glutes and hams day. Yes, I said butt day. That's a lot, mm-hmm. of, that's a lot of legs. Th- yeah, mm-hmm. three days a week. Well, I mean, that's that's so, how you win it. You win it from the back. So, 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 and, and that's what people need to know is that people that don't that don't know judges look for glutes. They look for the S curve. So the S curve. So they look for the mm-hmm. S curve. So they want that dip on that in the lower back. Mm-hmm. So they want glutes. They want legs. Uh, shoulders is right too, right? Yeah. They need some some uh, some width. A little there. width. Yep. A little bit of width and there. A teeny tiny and waist. And a teeny tiny waist. So that's the major points that they're really looking for when it comes to bikini. Mm-hmm. Uh, competitions um so they worked on they like specific shapes of the glute too right because they don't like it like really round they like the whole like kind of indentation in the glute um not necessarily it's so when they're looking at glutes it should be full for bikini they don't want to see mass structure or mus- muscular structure they just want to see a full glute and they take into consideration the natural composition of your of your butt so really 
you should be working your abductors and adductors to create a fuller leg and a fuller rounded glute. But they don't Mm -hmm. want like striations and yeah minimal striations to want kind of like a softer look Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it used to be let's scale it to look like sports illustrated models and Mm -hmm. now it's just the evolution of everything it's become more muscular and more muscular and now they're finally starting starting to taper it back which is what yeah, I like. That shit's fucking getting crazy. That shit's getting out of hand. Like, I watch Olympia. I want, yeah, the muscularity shit. Fucking, you see the, like the Olympias? Holy shit. You're talking about the actual like big Olympias? Yeah, the Olympias. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they're, but that's why there's divisions. Like, so that, but, but even but, bikini. Be, even, yeah, mm-hmm. even bikini, dude. Was getting too muscular? Yeah. yeah. Or even men's yeah. physique. That's why they added classic. That's why they ordered classic. Classic is my favorite. Yeah. 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 It looks good. Yeah, but yeah, that's my favorite bikini competitor is Courtney King from mm-hmm. Olympians because she finally brought in that softer look. It was like five years ago now. But yeah. What's her name? Courtney King. We have the same birthday. Yeah, I was say, uh, and the same uh-huh. name. <laughs> oh no, not the same birthday. Same age. She's four days older. Sorry. Um, I'm a fan. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> so I know where she lives. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so you started to, uh, so, uh, so how was the split? So it was a, uh, butt day. There was a <laughs> gluten ham day, full uh, leg day, full leg day, two shoulder days. And then well, I should say there's a shoulder, shoulder butt day is what it was. Shoulder butt day. So yeah. you guys worked out, but pretty much every single day. It every like. single day I had to do a hundred lunges. Every single day you had to do a hundred, every day, a hundred lunges. That's pretty good. I did yeah. 90 the other day and I was like, <laughs> right? It's hard. I look back and it's like, how the fuck did, did I do that? But you can do it in sets? No. Or it has to be in a row? 100 walking lunges oh, to finish shit. off my day. I, Holy I did 30, shit. 30, 30. Damn. Yeah. I'm like, I can see you. I mean, I can see, I mean, doing 100 sets. I mean, yeah, um, repetitions. No. Doing it for sets. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. That's not that bad. But 100 walking lunges. 100. And at 24, where I started at, we uh-huh. had, it was upstairs and it had like this uh, overlook, this balcony overlook that would look down. Mm-hmm. So you just walk around that or lunge around that. And it would take two, two and a half laps to get all the way around. Mm-hmm. You did two and a half laps on that? Man, have you ever tried to do lunges on that? Like the track? Like the whole no. way around? Uh-huh. <sighs> Even just body weight, it's like ridiculous. You and LV, yeah. I tried, and it was I tried rough. at uh, LVAC, oh, and I completed yeah. like one, but the second one, I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> how long did it take you to do it? Um, did you ever time yourself? Like, how long? No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would say it probably took me five five minutes. Five minutes a day. Yeah, do it. max. And this was every single day? Every day, on top of cardio. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so needless to say, this was not the healthiest. This uh, is not the healthiest. <laughs> the healthiest prep, so do not ever take any notes from this one. I mean, like, there are no, multiple you can other take notes. Ones. No, you well, can take yeah, notes okay. and say, like, hey, I'm <laughs> definitely not, not to doing do. this. Yeah, exactly. Not to do. Exactly. Um, but I feel like most preps are not healthy, and it's not like. Not true. There's, there's, there's healthier ways. If you're going to go to this level. To what? Like competition? Like. like Compete so, real competition, like try to win, not like just mm, stand on stage. Like try so to win. Competition level is never ideally healthy. healthy. Yeah. yeah. But I will say the very, and we're jumping really far ahead. The very last prep that I did, full prep to competition, was the healthiest that I could have ever done it. And I was able to come off of it still being very healthy, never losing my period, never like 
having any issues, never cutting water, never going under. I was never under 1,300 calories, so I was still in a healthy range. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something that takes a lot of fucking time. I mean, that was five five years of dieting up and down, six years of dieting up and down. Mm. So, so, so what were you thinking when you were, when you were doing those hundred lunges? I didn't know any different. So I thought that this was was just normal shit, right? Yeah. I I was being molded and I was, uh according to them, I was one of the ideal, one of your ideal clients because I had no past. So they could mold me into whatever I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And I knew athletics, so I knew how to push hard. Yeah, I knew that, you know, like back in my soccer days, we had to run up to seven miles at one point in time. Mm-hmm. So I knew that, that you just you just get it done. If yeah. you quit, then that's when you're going to struggle. So you just go. You just go for it. Yeah. How was your... Uh, so you, you briefed... Uh, you talked about it a little bit, the, the diet. Where it was just... The basic cookie cutter style of dieting, tilapia, uh, broccoli, uh, green beans. Yeah. So breakfast every single day was egg whites, grapefruit, half a grapefruit, Hmm. and oatmeal. And it would vary. And then once you start getting a little crazy with it, you put the egg whites and the oatmeal together, pour some sugar-free maple syrup on it. Those are the tricks right there. Yeah. Mm. It's disgusting now. Uh It's terrible. Yeah, but when you don't have anything else and you can't put salt and pepper and everything on stuff, like mm-hmm. that's the most flavor you're gonna get, and that's you gotta switch it up after two months, you know. Uh-huh. See, this is why people, when people are like, "Oh, you have a, a great body for to compete," like, why don't you do it? Because I don't want to go through that shit. And that's the same thing. I, I mean, that's the same thing that I say. I've had uh, coaches come up to me and ask me, like, "You should, you should compete. Let me coach you." And I'll flat out tell them, like, "That's not for me. Yeah. I don't want to fucking." Give up yeah. my, my my life when it comes to that kind of shit. I mean, food I, brings me joy. Exactly, we, we're all you <laughs> know. Rigo and I are fucking fat kids at heart, so we love fucking food. That's the like the best part when it comes to bodybuilding or yeah. when it comes to fitness is the eating part. You just told me your breakfast. So like for me, usually my a regular breakfast is four or five eggs with pico de gallo, with sour cream, guacamole, cheese. And then, uh, what's that crumbly Mexican cheese? Cotija. Cotija? No, the other one. Queso fresco. Queso fresco? Oh, okay. Queso fresco on it. uh, To be honest, I thought it was the same thing until right now. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that that it goes on tacos sometimes, and that's about it. (laughs) But that's about... I don't do cheese, That's my burrito. That's my breakfast burrito. And then, of course, a tortilla. Like, And I think in total, it's like 700, something like that, calories. Maybe. I'm like... That is breakfast. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> sounds delicious. And look at him. I have to like double two hands. Like. <laughs> back Again, to, back to manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, so you were stuck on that. So how went, what was the calories uh, starting off? Starting mm-hmm. off the prep, uh, the prep. So because it was cookie cutter diet, I never knew my calories. And I didn't know how to count calories at that mm-hmm. point in time. So. I was given the exact amount of what I should eat. It was like three egg whites, a fourth of a cup of oatmeal, and half a grapefruit. So really, if I were to go back now, which I I have done since then, at the time I didn't know what I was eating, but starting off, I was starting at 1,200 calories. By the time I got done to competition, I was 
eating probably 800. Uh, yeah, that's maybe even honestly, maybe even less. <laughs> yeah, so imagine having a oh, split yeah. diet in like five, six meals because at that point in time, you're eating six meals and a day. How, and, and how were you? I mean, that's. I felt like shit. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet you were. I bet you felt like shit. But how were you mentally, emotionally? How were you doing those twelve weeks? So, um, and with I all that work, with all yeah. that work that you that volume, the intensity, being in school, being in school, working, um, working, uh, not having enough uh, food in your diet. How were you mentally, emotionally? Um, so I will talk about this freely now. If you had asked me three years ago, I would always keep this portion of my competition prep hidden. Mm-hmm. But you can only cut out so much before your body starts yelling at you, telling you that you need to either eat, sleep, or drink something. Mm-hmm. So I would take scheduled naps every single day after my first class, and they would be hour and a half naps. Um, because I just physically, mentally could not stay awake and function because Mm. there weren't enough calories going to my brain and to my muscles to properly. What time was your first of your first period? Uh, my first class was at eight thirty. Eight thirty. Oh shit! And you're doing college at the same time. Yeah, I was taking a full load. Like, how can you even think on? uh, Like, how do you even pay attention? Like, if I'm hungry. The last thing I'm doing is paying attention to anything other than food. And but that's why you sleep. So that you don't watch that you're not hungry. Like if I just sleep. Yeah. Know, like if I ran out of my last meal, if I was too hungry and I couldn't wait the two and a half hours in between meals and I shortened mm-hmm. it. If I, if it got to like nine o'clock and I had finished all of my food, but I wouldn't normally go to bed until 11. It'd be like, okay, well I have to force myself to go to sleep because I can't eat. Mm-hmm. And because I also don't want to do anything besides just sit here because i was so drained yeah but the point that i was saying was um so sleep was a was a factor but then you also need to eat something so i can count four times that i remember that i would drive to albertson's on my way home from my boyfriend's house or from school or whatever get an entire cookie cake and i would gorge on the entire thing so this is during so the prep? point of sickness. Yes. This is during prep. Yes. You bought a cookie cake and you ate the whole entire thing. Yes. What is it? Which one is it that people like that starve themselves and then overeat? It's like it's not bulimia, the bulimia, right? Mm-hmm. It no, like, it's it's. There's one of those where they like just I mean, they starve is, and then they just. Ugh. What it did end up being bulimia. Oh okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. So through the course of this, I developed bulimia because as soon as I would eat it. Even halfway through, I would know that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I would go home, stick my finger down my throat, uh-huh. and that would essentially be my restart. It's a restart. Yeah. So so that's how I would justify it. Uh huh. And a lot of people do that. that. That's how they justify it. It's like, okay, you know, yeah. I fucked up. I, lo- I lost the calories. I yeah yeah. I threw it all up. Mm-hmm. So but so obviously mentally, emotionally, it was draining yes. for you. Yeah, uh, and with all the stresses that you were going through, it was really, really tough for you. And you never told any of your coaches during that time you were going through this. I told I told them about <coughs> one cookie cake. Yeah, not the three others, because they're gonna listen to this right now and be like, "What the? F- what the? F- I mean, after the fact, like a couple of years later, I told him you broke down. Yeah, <laughs> well, it just at that point, like I was. 
healthy again. Mm. So, and I meant, I knew in my heart of hearts that it was wrong. I knew it was wrong at the time, but you don't really yeah. have to come to terms But is with it really it. wrong though? Yes. 100% wrong. No, no, no. Is it wrong that you want food that... That your body's like begging you to you're eat something. You're paid to eat something. I'm fucking starving yeah. here. No, that is not wrong. That's that's everything that has been built into us through evolution over the last yeah. tens of thousands of oh, hundreds of thousands of years. For a purpose. For a yeah. purpose, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's and it kind of goes back to that like hunter gatherer of well, if you're not getting enough food, then you better eat as much as you can because we don't, you know, don't know what know we're gonna what eat next again. Meal is gonna be. And so, so to me, like one of the like one of the things that on this topic, so like you hear about bodybuilders or wrestlers and stuff that commit suicide or kill their family and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they blame it on steroids and all that stuff. And I totally think that steroids definitely probably has a big factor, something to do with it. But also like all the stress and shit that you're putting yourself psychologically and physically when you're prepping for these shows, combined with the the, the some people say that steroids causes depression or an excessive testosterone starts yeah. to cause depression. Like combining with that, like. Dude, who the who the hell wouldn't be depressed, bro? You're starving. You're 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 300 pounds, and you're eating enough for like a hundred pound woman, mm-hmm. and you're on all this shit that's in your body. Like, of course, your mind starts to like wander into the dark side. Like, and it's yeah, and especially with you know, with Courtney's situation. I mean, with all the stuff that she was going through with school, and I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. there's peer pressure, you know, from whether it's you know friends, family, uh, the coaches. It, I'm pretty sure you don't want to let these people down mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, all that shit plays a big, huge role. So, I mean, I totally get when you know where you were coming from. Yeah. A lot of it was proving my dad wrong, too, because he was like, why are you investing Is your dad the Japanese money? one? Or no. Your mom? No, my mom's the Japanese oh, okay, one. Okay. My dad's mm-hmm. just the white, um, not naive, but conservative man who's like, why is my daughter investing this money into a whole bunch of food and why mm. does she look so skinny and why does she have this $400 bikini that doesn't even cover like her shoulder? Listen, I would have bucks. Yeah, those that are... That was on the cheap side. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah, those bikinis are pretty expensive. If you go with the Swarovski, Swarovski crystals, it gets to be like... <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything that I have that I've spent that's four hundred dollars. Like I don't even think I have a car. I paid. I don't even think it's worth four hundred dollars right now. <laughs> so. like, I don't think I have anything in my house that's like four hundred dollars, especially clothing. Your education, buddy. True. Thank you. There you that's go. priceless. Mm-hmm. That's priceless. There you go. That's good mm-hmm. right there. Like, nice. <laughs> so. I'd have been like four hundred dollar bikini. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I would have been like that. I ended up spending. Um, Almost fifteen hundred dollars just on the first competition. Fifteen. Fifteen hundred, and you have to think too. This is still on a college diet, diet or college budget. budget. Yeah. So this was bikini. This was. But she's food. making eighteen dollars an hour at Bellagio. That's but true. I <laughs> uh, but I quit. But I quit. So you quit before you started the competition, or the before you started cardio prep, or I quit. Um, yeah, right before. So right before. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, so but so fifteen hundred dollars it went for the bikini went to the entries, food food entries food I, that's not even including food actually mm. because food was a hundred and hundred I got it down to like seventy five a week 
Okay, but 800 it, calories. How much could you possibly spend? I know, but, <laughs> I eat, but, I eat, but, I eat, but also, I mean, those, those foods are like, uh, I mean, for a lack of a better term, they're poor foods. Like, right. You know, and yeah, yeah, like, you know. Tilapia. I mean, tilapia. Fucking yeah. oatmeal. Dude, that's why I get mad when people are like, healthy food is expensive. I'm like, it's literally what everywhere in the world considers a peasant diet. Vegetables yeah, yeah. and like whatever, like chicken and fish. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For whatever's fucking, just fucking crawling around and shit, you know. Like just rice everywhere. <laughs> yeah um so okay so mentally physically emotionally it was draining it was so Uh, draining um to the point that you would call yourself bulimic right Mm -hmm. yeah so during the last few weeks of the competition how were you feeling from a lot of the uh, bikini competitors that i've talked to they know it's crunch time. They know they're mm-hmm. getting close. So all of a sudden they get like a, like a surge of energy or motivation to like, all right, it's time to fucking buckle down and they start focusing. Did you have that same thing? Or it was just like, you just weren't in it and you were just couldn't wait for this shit to be over with. Um, so if I'm remembering correctly, I had that surge of motivation. It was like, okay, yes, this is what I need to focus all of my time and money into to mm-hmm. the point where I actually took, the two weeks before competition off of my job at the time, which was working in a restaurant. Mm. So I took two weeks off to focus solely on school and prep. Um, and they let you do that, huh? They did, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. Well, it was also like I was a part-time hourly worker college kid, so there was nothing crazy going on. Yeah. Um. So they didn't mind you leaving? No. 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 And at the time, it was still, it just meant that they could give hours to other people. That's all. Okay. So yeah, it's, it took two weeks off. I um, focused solely on that. And then anytime I wasn't at school, I was at the gym two to three times a day. And anytime I wasn't at the gym, I was prepping or eating or sleeping. So, and then once it came time to show, because my show was in Arizona, um, I was so exhausted that my boyfriend had to drive. And this is a drive that I've made I don't know, probably over 50 times at the point. Mm-hmm. He had a drive and I was sleeping there and it was it was a struggle to force myself to eat because I was so tired. You were just so, so you didn't have the energy to eat. Mhm. Mm. Um I have a question circle. that I've been um so did anybody try to get you to like do any kind of steroids or anavar or something because I know that for women a lot of coaches like to give you guys anavar. Not um, that time. But it did happen eventually. It definitely happened. Yeah. And I was actually pretty naive to it at that point in time. Like, I thought, oh, all these people that I follow are natural. They look great. This is what I need my goals to be. And then after that first competition was when I found out that... Everybody's on prob- Yeah, probably nine out of the ten people that I was following and aspiring to be were on Anavar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it's sucks. Like, oh, what yeah. the heck? And then, like, uh, so, I mean, David knows, like, I'm a... I'm pro like steroids, like to a certain extent, right? But I, I, I like like testosterone and HGH because mm-hmm. it's something that your body just naturally produces, it knows right. what to do with it. But I think that when people try to get you to do like things like Anavar and shit like that, like you're, I don't, I don't think it's especially a naturally occurring. Yeah, especially for a woman, like that's a whole other thing. But like, I don't think that nat- Anavar is a naturally occurring hormone, right? No. Like, how does your, how are you gonna put that in your body, like? Like testosterone, cool, your body knows what to do with it. HGH, cool, your body knows what to do with it. But all the other shit. Your body has to like convert that shit and do this and do that and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And that's just terrible. And especially like you said, for women, it's even worse. Yeah, it, it's, it's bad. Did you do it? I didn't. 
I, as soon as I found out that that was what was happening behind the scenes, my whole entire mental focus and motivation shifted. The people that I idolized shifted. Um, the way that I went about prep shifted. And that's a whole nother conversation for another day because that's why I, that was the next shift of why I'm doing what I'm doing now. But yeah. So I think that that's a big part of it. Like they, a lot of people are like... Um, ashamed of it i guess you could say like of course because you know people judge you and shit when you say that you use steroids and stuff like that so they're very like closed off about it and then that that creates that situation where you're like i want to look like that person but people people are not fucking stupid though too people that follow like the whole competition scene everybody knows that everybody's on right but when somebody's just starting out and you're you know like she said naive and you don't know like you can't really tell yet like who's on shit and who's not yeah right you look at some of these people and you're like okay is that something that i can get naturally like cool like let me go for it and then you find out that they're on steroids and you're like fuck like i could have never gotten to that when if at the beginning these athletes and stuff are just open about it and stop being so damn ashamed about it like Mm -hmm. that's what i always say no like that's what i always say about it you can achieve this you but know, you got to do steroids. You know what is so bad? <laughs> Pretty much. About specifically Anavar and Clint and everything else. Um, so I actually had a client, no longer my client, but she goes to another gym that I will not say the name of, trains with a different trainer. and What does he, it rhyme with? No. <laughs> no, because it's a, it's a very well-known gym. And... He openly <laughs> planet planet uh, <laughs> witness. <laughs> no, they have the no. lung alarm. They don't even allow you to lift any oh, weights. Oh man, they give you pizza. Unbelievable. Our witness. The, this is the thing. Let me let me talk about Planet Fitness real quick. They're always I always see commercials and you know they 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 put it out there like we don't judge people and and you know this is a, a judge free zone. As soon as I start fucking walking in there. They fucking look at me. Down. I get the up down, and as, as soon as I put my weights down onto the floor, I don't throw them on the floor. I just put them down on the floor. You had the lung alarm sounded. I've on had you? it a oh, few yeah. times. I went in there one time and it went off, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm <laughs> I had it a few times. I'm and then there's, there's uh, on the on the, the on, on the wall on the wall they have signs right there with this big hunky guy and it's like this little cross off thing right there saying like these people don't fucking belong here. Really, I yeah. That. So I'm over here. Sitting, it's like they're. You're over here saying that we're not here to judge people and it's a judge-free zone, but you have that shit. As soon as I walk in, you guys are staring at me. As soon as I put my weights down, you guys fucking put the alarm on. So it is, It's true that somebody has to push that button, right? Somebody has off. to push it. <laughs> yeah, it's not just sounds. Well, yeah, I don't think. Because when they first came out with it, they tried to say like, oh, it was something like they have it set on a sensor where like, like you, a, if you shake the ground. Hard enough. The oh, alarm bullshit, dude. But then somebody started telling me, like, no, I work there, dude. There's a button that you, they have to push. And yeah, like, of course. There's a fucking button. Yeah. Dude, that's fucked up. That's like, what's that creep guy that had the button that closed the door behind you? <laughs> what, you got? what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, one of those Harvey Weinstein motherfuckers that, like, had the button where, like, when you walked into their office. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let, me, let me keep in secret buttons everywhere, bro. Like. <laughs> but, so, where were we at? <laughs> So we were at. Um, oh, so the the gym with yeah. my former client. What was it called again? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so she told me that he openly asks and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Offers. Offer sure. 
asks and offers Anavar to his female clients. Mm-hmm. So my former client, she was in a bikini competitor. She was no sort of athlete. She just purely went in there wanting to look good, lose weight, um, mm-hmm. gain some muscle. And he was like, yeah, here, this is what all of my best clients are taking. Mm-hmm. Take that. So the fact that all of those steroids have now entered in, steroids, pro-hormones, whatever, have entered into the mainstream mm-hmm. and they're regularly used like what the fuck i mean yeah. I, I i honestly like obviously like i told you the anavars and the un, the ones that don't naturally occur like i think those are even like a whole another level worse for you but i think that if you're gonna do it it's just like any other supplement or anything like you need to make sure that you know what you it's gonna research. do you need to learn like how it's gonna affect your body like i don't like taking anything that i don't know, you know how anything it works about. like if i don't know how it works if i don't understand how it affects the body I'm not going to take put it in my body like yeah sorry like and this is a little bit like open of me but even when it comes to like drugs and shit like if i don't know how it affects the body how does it manipulate the body to get that effect like i'm not going to use it i don't want it Mm. like i need to know well i mean everybody should think that way how are you going to put something in your body and not know what the fuck it's going to do to it yeah Mm -hmm. you know but I mean, a lot of people don't really care. I mean, they just see the it's the it, vanity it, part, or um, well, it's the, to me, it's a, a big part of it is the pharmaceutical industry, bro. They t- they've taught to people that hey, we tell you it does this, take it, no questions asked. No, pretty much. I mean, I, yeah, I understand that shit because I'll give out you know diet advice, and they don't think a, a, a well balanced diet is going to cure, not cure, or well, make their situation a little bit better than you know what it is they so they go ahead and, and so they'll rather have you know they'll rather take some you know you know I mean, pills and i 100 percent agree with people who say that when the person who comes out with the pill or whatever it is that boom fat's gone that mm. person's gonna become a overnight billionaire absolutely quick because people are gonna jump on oh shit i don't have to do anything for it dope i'm gonna take this and still eat all the mcdonald's yep. and Buffalo Wild Wings that still, you can still calcify the arteries and <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be skinny. But I'll be skinny. <laughs> so so um, back to the competition. So uh, you're on your way to the competition. You have no energy to drive over there. Um, mm. uh, usually, competitors they start eating uh, carbs before. They get on stage to get a little bit more fuller, more yeah. fuller look. Does that go for women too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. even for women. So, so what, did you start eating anything? Well, you said you didn't have any energy to start eating. So the competition that I did was a two-day competition, which isn't really heard of too much, yeah. especially for an amateur competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was two-day competition. So at that point in time, when we were driving down, I still was on minimal food it was the next day that i would be adding in any sort of carbs Um, i was already cutting down water though and had dandelion root and fat burners and god knows what else i was taking at the time Mm -hmm. but i was running on like less than a gallon of water and the like 800 calories Mm -hmm. so um that day was just terrible it was a terrible day. It was just terrible. <laughs> That's got to be that next, the next like Snickers commercial. Like they need to get like a bodybuilder and prep. And I know, right? That's going to be hungry. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Or just oatmeal. Oatmeal. Yeah, 
The so, next day when I got oatmeal, it was like the happiest day of my life. Really? Because I hadn't, I didn't have oatmeal the day before. <laughs> I had literally egg whites and half of a grapefruit. Half of a grapefruit and some eggs. Mm-hmm. That was that's what you ate before you stepped on stage for that first day, day one. No, so day one I ate a pop tart uh-huh. and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. And Did, that's day one after the prep. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. That's day one competition. On the competition day of the oh okay, okay. yeah. And this um, was to do the the refuel. The this was to load? yeah step okay. on stage uh-huh. to be full. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and then I still ha- and I had I was eating a PB and J with no water. Okay, so, so that shit was hard to fucking swallow. <laughs> yeah. That shit was struggling. <laughs> Cause there'll be times <laughs> where I'll do that shit. I'm so excited to eat that, and then all of a sudden it's just slowly. Oh, yeah. This is how I die. This is it's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is like the worst death ever. Yep. And then it's not like you can quench your thirst at any point in time afterwards, too. Like mm. I was taking baby sips of water for the next twelve hours because I Cause still another make day. Up. Oh shit! No, because I still had another, another day, day, and if you drink water, well. And the carbs with the water. It's, it's just not done correctly. But yes, yeah. you end up You're bloating. You're yourself up. Bloat like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But afterward, you have to kind of reintroduce everything slowly too, right? You're not supposed to just like throw down a fucking hamburger and pizza and a gallon of water, right? Well... You're, know, not, I, you're not supposed to. I know, that about to. It. I know you see all the tri- all the bodybuilders after Mr. Olympio, the yeah, pictures yeah. of food and shit. They have like yeah. a big box of pizzas and like you know, box burgers. Box of donuts and shit. And oh, shit. yeah. Oh, I was known for bringing donuts. Every mm-hmm. single show, post-show. I don't know what it is about, like, you know, at Lifetime, or at our gym. People bring us donuts all the time, and I'm like, and cupcakes. Trainers, why do you bring us this? Listen, through this whole entire quarantine and through through the time that I've been training people for money, um, almost all of my clients have always bring me food. Some kind of sweet, because they know, know it, they know that I'm a fan of sweets. So it's whether they bring me boxes of donuts, whether they made me cookies, oh, yeah. whether they uh, bring me um, uh, like those choc- white chocolate covered pretzels. So much with, worse like, when they make it too, because I feel it's bad just, for not eating it. I'm like, fuck. And, but it's no, so, you don't, because you want to eat it. No, because I feel terrible eating it. I'm like, oh, fucking fat. Ass. And <laughs> so, but you know, that's exactly it, though. You know what it is? Is people they bring us those sweets because they can't eat it. So they're like, hey, I still want to make tell it. Me what I this still, like. yeah. <laughs> they're like, I can't eat it because I have goals. But let me off, uh, offset it to you. <laughs> I'm trying make not you to feel be what fat. I'm so let me make you fat. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here thinking like, oh, my 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 clients love me. They love me for bringing me and spending time, <laughs> spending the time to make me this food. But then I'm also thinking like, you know what? I think they like trying to sabotage me here. They, they want see, you to work as hard as they it, are. It's, it's, like the, like, it's like the insecure husband that doesn't want his wife to start working out. Like, no, <laughs> eat this burrito. You, know, you look perfect the way you are. <laughs> so, so you had that food. So how was it? So did you feel good after that, after you got done eating the food or no? Uh, with all the carbs, yeah, I felt great. Yeah, you felt great. I felt great. So and you, then I took a nap so you took a, so you, so, But you stepped on stage, though. I did. So you stepped on stage. How did you feel when you finally up there? It was scary as fuck. Yeah? How many people were at your show? Do you know about? Competing with or no, no, audience? The crowd, yeah. yeah. Um, it's their, one of their second biggest oh, center okay. in Mesa, so... And it was full? 
it was full of the room. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit. So it was probably like five to ten thousand people. Five ten thousand. <laughs> yeah. But I guess at that point you can't let stage fright keep you from doing it because you've been prepping and all your people oh, are no. back there and everybody. No, it, it's still. Like, so when you practice, my coach would always make me practice in the group fitness room with like multiple people on the stairmasters or she'd bring people in and have them sit down right in front of me so i could get over that stage fright but when you walk on stage with these bright ass lights that are basically blinding you with judges sitting there and then a whole audience and the competitors to your left and right judging you whole different scenario Hmm. well from from some of the competitors that i've talked to is that the lights are so bright that you can't even see the audience all you can see is the judges yeah, it depends yeah. on the stage, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely uh, happens. Yeah. So. so, but I mean, all that prep, all that bullshit you went through for a five second uh, pose. I've heard that it's the worst part. Is that you're like, and you're that's all, like it's all, yeah, it's all, yeah. and it's all over and it's already done. Yeah. Well, yeah. luckily with that one, I got to do, cause I was in the teen division and mm. the, um, the adult division. So I got to do two different times. And it helped because I got over the stage fright that first time. Yeah. And then the second time I was able to walk out and not freak out. What'd you place? First and third. First In and third. In your first competition? Mm-hmm. What? Wow. And it's the, it's set the bar really competition high. That, yeah. God damn. It set the Good. bar really high. That's really impressive. Wow. All those lunges, man. So <laughs> but so so you, you, you did well mm-hmm. in your first competition. Did all it started to sink into you or you started having to, to think that, okay, this is the way to fucking train, to barely eat anything, to do a hundred lunges. Uh, no. Like it, Cause I'm pretty sure like after the first competition, you were ready to do a second one. Yes. You had, you, you, the bug bit you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there was no looking back. So there was no looking back. So were you, were you okay with the way that they did it or were you looking for a better way to do things? Because that was kind of, yeah. I knew that it was wrong, um, so I was looking for another coach, and just because she had moved on or was moving on as well, I was looking for another coach, and it it got better with each time, but basically, just like moving forward, so I've had four coaches. The second coach got better. She was still cookie-cutter diet, but I got more food, a little bit less cardio, and a little bit longer time. The third coach was... Um, at that point in time, I was a nutrition major and I was a lot smarter with what my intentions were for myself and for my competitive life. Um, so just, I was able to input more mm-hmm. and I was able to nitpick who I wanted to be associated with. So after that first competition, it was pretty much like, I know this is wrong. Um, I don't know how it's wrong, but I know it's wrong, so it's time to move forward. Mm. But it definitely set the bar high for future competitions. Is that a bar that you met again, or is that you yes? Felt? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. She's like, nope, that's my glory days. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I've had back in my day. <laughs> peaked in peaked in uh, college. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I I went on to do few more competitions. I placed first and third in the first one, first in the next one, uh, sixth at my classic, which really was disappointing. I mean, but that's mm-hmm. a classic. Like, that's 
What, which classic was it? Here, the Las the, Vegas classic uh, in November. Is that okay. Steve Carr? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty R. decently sized competition, right? Especially by 2014, 2015, yeah, whatever it was. was well yeah. Into, like, it's Bikini, it was like there were 35 competitors in my class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, six out of 35 is not bad. Yeah. I looked like shit, though. Yeah. I knew it right before I stepped because my coach had actually left. That's even better. Yeah. So I went in with a low amount of confidence and it was like, fuck. Your coach had left? She was supposed to fly in from Arizona and she flew in and then she was also meeting her boyfriend at the time. So she flew in, met me that morning Mm -hmm. and then didn't show up to my competition. I'd be mad as fuck. And didn't respond to my text when I was asking her, what do I eat? How do I look? (sighs) So I did the whole, well, fuck it. I'm going to eat Pop-Tarts and I'm going to drink water and... Here we are. Uh, yeah. I've been like, stop me manipulating dicks and get over here. <laughs> <laughs> and she never called you back? Never, never um, texted she you? She texted me later and she asked how it was. And I said that I placed sixth and that I was also discontinuing Our coaching. relationship. Yeah. 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 Mm. It sucks. I looked up to her. Absolutely. I still follow her now and we're almost in the same spot of like how we believe our health and fitness should be uh-huh. so she doesn't compete anymore she doesn't coach hardly anymore mm. um she owned a gym but she got rid of it and she's just mostly focused on like mindful eating but yeah it's it sucks mm-hmm. she, i think she was going through the growth that i was going through as well but she didn't know how to how to tell me like hey i'm not good for this or i'm you know yeah. i think that the fitness industry as a whole kind of like grows together because it's still pretty new like you know what uh what was that? Landau? What, how do you say his name? Landau? Sandow. The guy with the, the statues like made after. Oh, um. But uh, it, Eugene. Like, wait, what was that? Eugene like 50s, Sandow? 60s, right? That he was around like doing no, things. Like, it was fucking like 20s and 30s. It was that old, that early? Yeah, Eugene Sandow. That was doing like bodybuilding and shit like that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Like 20s, okay. 30s, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I still Can we get a fat check here? Can we get a fat check? The fitness industry is still pretty like new, you know what I mean? So people, uh-huh. it kind of grows together. Like everybody kind of like learns new things together. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're starting to find out that getting down to fucking 0.5% body fat is terrible. Like that's not, not the best for you. That's 1880s. 1880s? 1880s. There you go. 1880s. What? Yeah. He died in 1925. There you go. That's where I got the 20s from. Damn. That's a uh, long time ago. A yeah. long time ago. And all he did, I think, all he did was like full body workouts. Yeah, there's some kind of. There was like, no fucking was like splits that he was doing. It was Maybe just was all full body workouts. Yeah. But they don't look. Yeah, anything. the guy they was crazy. They don't look anything like. He's, look, do not. He's not that jack. <laughs> 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 so, uh, a lot of uh, people when when they do compete um, in their first competition, they always have like that bounce back. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the weight, how much weight did you put back on? I got back up to 135 within a month. What was your like, stage? Like what was your stage weight? Though? Like mm, a, like a, no. Yeah. So My what? stage weight was one. I had I didn't weigh right before, but I, it was like right around 110. So 110. You dropped all the way down to 110 and you went all the way up to 130. 135. So I was heavier than when I started my actual competition prep. Well, you had more muscle now too, right? Like a little bit. Sure, yeah. And then you went. You got that. You gained those twenty pounds in how long? 
Like um, a month and a half, oh, okay. two months. Because you hear mm. dudes like say, oh, dude, I gained 20 like, pounds over the weekend. Like, yeah. 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 Bro, what like, the fuck? Gorge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like did you it, have any episodes like that? Did you have the ankle swelling that some of the guys, some of the no. people to have? Oh, okay. No. Um, I don't know. I, I had like definite episodes of gorging for the first couple weeks. And it was just because I had no sense of of guidance no. at all after that so did you feel guilty after eating that stuff or you were just relieved that you were just i mean i was still something. in the like bulimia mindset so it yeah. was still after the fact you know i'd go and gorge and it wasn't as often i think it happened like maybe twice over those two months yeah but i definitely was at a low at some point in time where it was i just ate two burgers, four donuts, and cookies galore that are sitting in my cabinet. Uh I need to go get rid of some of this. Uh And then I would go exercise and get on the Stairmaster for an hour. So as a four-year trainer, I should probably know this, but like the whole premise of reverse dieting is for post-competition, right? Yes. You slowly like start to... I mean, it's for... It's for anything. For anything, yeah. Yeah, it's for anything. But it's a big thing in the bodybuilding right now? Yes, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at now where if I ever take on anybody for Mm. nutrition coaching they're all starting from somewhere right so you're technically reverse dieting them from (laughs) the fuck (laughs) you're technically reverse dieting them from whatever diet they've done before because everybody's done a diet so you're reversing them back to a baseline so that way you can move forward so anybody that I take on now is the why I started doing health and fitness coaching is because of the struggle that I went through. Yeah, you should just not. Yeah, I just I don't know why. <laughs> just be blind. It's the struggle that I went through, and knowing that I don't want anybody else to go through that, and knowing that that post competition, post diet, whatever reverse diet is mm-hmm. more important than the diet that they've actually been doing. Mm-hmm. So the emphasis that is put on that is tenfold versus whatever they want to do. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I have a client that was a uh, she used to do like triathlons and shit, like big big ones, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she did it for years, like five ten years, right? And then she comes and finds to me like two years after she stopped, but she didn't do anything to kind of like do the reverse dieting. She didn't do anything to gradually get herself back into a normal everyday where you're supposed to eat type of thing. Mm-hmm. So she, her metabolism was fucked up and it took I like think a I remember year. you asking yeah, yeah. me about her it took like six months to a year of you know i mean i guess reverse dieting yeah getting yeah. her to a normal diet so that then from there we can go back down to what we needed to be mm-hmm. like you people you can fuck up your metabolism really bad like really really bad if you're yeah, not yeah. careful about it um so how uh are you still dealing with those issues when it comes to your diet yeah 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 i spent so my last competition was in 2016. Mm. Um, I've basically spent six since 2013 or 14 recovering mentally, hormonally, everything from it. I never was at the point of full fr- adrenal fatigue, but it was to the point where I could tell that if I took this any further, mm. then I would be at a point that would be much harder to return from. Mm. So now it was, yeah. So now it was, um, it's, it's getting back to a baseline. Like before my baseline weight was 
115 mm-hmm. now my baseline weight where because your body always bounces back right yeah. it bounces back to a certain point uh where it's comfortable where your hormones are telling you and your you know your brain functions telling you that this is where you are comfortable and where you can sustain yes thank you um so my my middle ground my baseline is like 130 Mm -hmm. versus 115 Mm -hmm. so it's so hard to get people to understand that too they're like i want to be like 210 solid i'm like that's cool but we got to like get you to a certain place get your body comfortable there then take the next step then take Mm -hmm. the next step if you want to maintain it because if not it's not gonna work. Quick, yeah. yeah, your body mm-hmm. wants to go back to what it considers a balance, homeostasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult. Huh. So, so here we are. And so here you are now, and now you're helping out other people, mm-hmm. and to not fall in those traps that you fell in. Uh, trying going, to, yeah, yeah. trying to. Uh, I know it's difficult uh, because with my with that's the thing that I struggle with is with my clients is trying to educate them when it comes to the nutritional part and having them track their foods and knowing that they're only eating like 600 800 calories a day mm-hmm. and trying to whether it's educating them or explaining to them in a way to where they're able to understand like hey this is not the fucking best way to do this shit you you came to me cuz you wanted to lose weight but how am I going to tell you to eat less than 800 calories yeah. we need to remember eat. the hcg diet uh-huh. 500 calories oh yeah yeah, 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 oh, yeah. no i still well i still have friends so so to so to explain to them that i need you to eat more they're like totally turned off by that oh dude tons of clients i'm like you need to eat more and they're like excuse me and yeah. then you want me to do this style of training. So, I mean, your body's already stressed out because you're not eating enough. Mm-hmm. And now it's going right. to get through more stress because of the style of training that you want to do. So, it's super hard for me to explain it to them that, hey, we probably need to eat more. We probably need to do less when it comes to the exercises. Let's uh, fix up that body up real that quick. That client that I had, she used to do like an hour cycling four times a week, train with me three times a week, and then do some group fitness class like two or three times a week. And I was like... You need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, you need to calm down. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, but it's it, it's super difficult, and I uh, it's real cool to see that you're you know you're doing that. This this negative you know became into a positive, and now it's seems like it's your passion. Like oh yeah, it's it's something that you know that drives you in. And from the times that we we've we've talked, you look like you're super into it, and fascinated by it and uh so i I mean it's cool to see that the road that you took land you to where you're at today yeah i wouldn't have without struggling i would not have been able to figure out what my passion was because starting Mm -hmm. out i thought my passion was special education Mm -hmm. which it still is to an extent but it's uh it's just education in a different manner Mm -hmm. yeah so i have a question for you so obviously you probably get younger girls that are trying to get into the whole competition thing. Mm-hmm. Do you like tell them right off the bat, like, "Hey, a lot of people are on fucking steroids." And yeah, so and no. that and yeah, so shit. like, so rip your soul like out. Like, so if if a girl, if a, a girl, eighteen, nineteen years old, asks you, "What do you think about me competing?" What would you say to them? 
Um, so I actually have a client that just asked me about it maybe a month ago. And it's she honestly is in the same path that I started as. She's a high school soccer player, getting into college, has some body issues. and It's the universe talking to you. I know. Um, and she said, well, I follow all these people on Instagram that look great and they're getting mm-hmm. into competitions and how do I get started with that? Mm. It's like, well. Um, so you don't burst a bubble first, right? You don't tell them that they're all on steroids? No. Okay. Uh, well, and the good thing with her is that a lot of them aren't because they're the people that are also starting out. They just started their fitness journey. That she followed? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so they haven't necessarily, as far as I know, they haven't been tainted with all of these add-ons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't burst that bubble. It's, well, let's look at how they got to where they're at because most of these people have more muscle. They have a balanced, healthy diet. Um, so let's start there. And then a month, two months from now, then we'll rediscuss. But you have to have some sort of some sort of structure right now before you can even start to think about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the same thing that I tell people when they want me to do their macros and stuff. I'm like, do you even know what to eat? Like, you don't know what to eat. Like, right? Like, mm-hmm. why would I do your macros for you? Yeah. So you you, you would tell them, you know, train, do your research, educate, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Then let's see if you still want to go ahead and do this. Right. Oh. Yeah. And probably to, for those people that are competing, to follow them through the entire journey and to follow the people that are being raw and mm. open about their journey versus the people that you just see highlights of. Because mm. you can show off your great body all day, but what are they going through in the extra 22 hours that they aren't taking a picture in training? And follow their coaches because a lot of times these people that are competing athletes or quote unquote athletes, uh, don't actually know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know shit about fitness. They don't <laughs> they know shit about like, nutrition. They got lucky with a good, uh, a good Dude, model. I, I've been finding out more and more that there's a lot of professional athletes, like literally like NFL, NHL, MLB, that don't actually know shit about nutrition or exercise. Oh, no. They just have a team that does everything that for does them. does it for them. And they yeah. don't have to really even think about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, how do you not know? Have you talked to any of the baseball players at our gym so I talk when to Jake in? sometimes. But oh, Jake's I, different. Oh, okay. Because he, he does know what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the baseball players that would come in, basketball players too, they have no idea yeah. at all. Mm. But, They're uh, like, my coach told me to show up, so I'm here. The dude, Bryce, he seems like he kind of, like he looks like he lifted in high school or something. Like he, he does that typical. Yeah, he's also been structured by good coaches though. Yeah, he did have, uh, what's his name? Elliot. Uh, Elliot, yeah. He's yeah, still yeah. his coach by Elliot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the dude's a monster. Um, so what about the coaches that are listening to this? What would you tell them to tell their clients or what's some advice that you would tell coaches to be, whether to be more open about things or, you know, put. uh, I think at the end of the day, the coach themselves need to look back at who they are and be humbled by what they know. And if they know that they can take this person and do whatever that person's goal is healthily then have a discussion but if it's just like what all of us learn going through any trade is if it's out of your scope of practice it's out of your scope of practice and know when you need to ask for help Mm -hmm. and for people especially getting into competitions 
it's a very intricate three, four, five, six months, whatever that plan is. And Mm -hmm. uh, your client may or may not be ready for it, but you may also not be ready for it. And you just, yeah, you just have to stay humbled throughout the process. There you go. I don't know how else I could uh, end on that note. Um, Coaches, stop being assholes. Um, do your research. Do your research for your <laughs> Admit what you know and don't know. Yeah, admit what you do. Uh, what you uh, know and you don't know. And Ask for you, help. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you don't know, be like Drake. Sit down and be humble. There you go. That was Kendrick Lamar. Stop it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Fuck. That's we have to redo that. Guy. <laughs> we gotta redo that. <laughs> <laughs> And for any uh, inspiring competitors out there, do your research, stay consistent, uh, ask questions, and then think about it. And ask before. the questions to like several people. So like, you know, when you yeah, just to don't gym, ask some like the first fucking meathead yeah. that you see there. Don't and, ask. Then, and then like you know, just be like, uh, and I I give a shit to fat trainers because they're fat, but uh, yeah. but if you see somebody who's a trainer and just because they're not necessarily looking the way that you want to look doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have the knowledge like some of these guys Mm -hmm. that are big boys know what they're doing they just don't do it they don't want to they're just going to tell you how to do it but then how can you take advice from somebody like that though too i mean the thing is that there's so many bodybuilders like you wouldn't take advice from me if you wanted to become a millionaire right well here's the thing is that if you were a millionaire once because there's a lot of these guys that are big boys and shit like that but back in the day like they were bodybuilders and they just don't do it anymore they don't want to do it anymore yeah like it's all those steroids got them fucked up yeah that too it's, it's like uh, you see i see dudes from like old army guys all the time no like, i know like, exactly bro, who like, you're talking about why are you why are you so fat like you no, oh, back in my like day 20 years be, of yeah. working out i'm tired of it i don't want to do it and i'm like okay i get that yeah. but then do they have the motivation to coach you to motivate other people mm-hmm. yeah i don't see why not that's mm. I mean, they just don't want to do it to themselves. It's just like uh, somebody could be like right lean and you know like Mm -hmm. slender and stuff, but still know what it takes to be a big bodybuilder. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Don't judge. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not not trying to judge. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not judging anybody. But I mean, if I hired a coach that you know wanted me i wanted them to get me to a certain level but they're telling me to do this and doing that but i've i don't see that kind of work ethic in them you know then i don't know how i could really you know maybe maybe it's not a physical work ethic though maybe they put their time and their money and their research into other things Mm -hmm. like knowing no, and that's and that's. And that's I still cool. agree with you at the end of the day, though. That yeah. If I don't see a work ethic, if they're trying to be a bodybuilder or coach bodybuilders or anything, and they don't want to put in their own time, then yes, I would yeah. not gravitate towards them. But if you were to like take a step back, look at qualifications between two people, and that bigger dude has more qualifications and more research behind him. Mm-hmm experience too yeah no no no, for then sure yeah yeah. yeah 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 i mean like same thing like uh so just fil- ask everybody so yeah just just ask everybody so yeah so i mean i get that like you know phil jackson uh, the guy has like what 10 11 rings yeah but could he win one himself but, on that court? <laughs> but, but i mean he played i mean he played basketball in but a professional he level, like but a he great, wasn't right? yeah he okay. wasn't like 
like like Jordan. I mean, he wasn't like you know a top one, but I mean, same thing like uh, Bill Belichick. You what know, he coached uh, he coached the Patriots and he coached Tom Brady. So yeah. I don't know how many fucking if you can't do teach or something like that. What is that saying? People who can't teach. Something? I don't know. Can't I don't know. Do teach, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he wasn't you know this big amazing football player, but he everybody that comes down to his team makes him the champion. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I get what you're saying for sure, but, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, just, that, uh, if you're going to speak it, fucking and, and do make it sure that too. the knowledge that they have is, like, current, because there's a lot of guys, and we have them at our gym, too, that no, they did, like, always... bodybuilding, or they, they were personal trainers in, like, the 80s, and I'm I like, bro, I'm like, dude, there's, it's, been 30, it's been 30 years, like, uh, none of that shit applies anymore. Mm-hmm. This is all like it's all new, bro. It's changed. It's changed. The human body's not the same. Anymore. We all evolve. <laughs> so, we all evolve. That's the whole point of the story. Is that we evolve, we change with the times. Uh that's the only way you're gonna be able to succeed in this industry. Um and I wanna thank Courtney for sharing your story. Thank you guys for letting me share my story. Oh, I still have so many more questions too. But I know. There's gonna, we're, but all the shows after this are going to yeah, be yeah, quite yeah, follow-up yeah. questions. There's going to be just... One. Well, we need a whole competition <laughs> one so that there's that. Oh, Yeah, here. So, we'll, so we'll have a competition uh, episode. Yeah, bring a com- to bring end that note. Let's see. Uh, where is it? Is this you? This is part of me. Part of me. <laughs> That is part of my fitness journey. I start to my fifth competition. These don't even even look like you. They're here? Funny, when I posted it to Instagram, everybody was debating, is that the same person? And and you know what? Like, I still stand by. I like, Mm -hmm. it's cool to see girls, like, get that lean and stuff. But girls are so much sexier with just a little bit of fat on them. Just a little bit of fat. I agree. I do. I like something. Just like 20%, 22, I like something to grab them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smack the thigh and ride the wave in. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> On that note, uh, goodbye, everybody. I think we have to cut this really earlier. <laughs>